Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Turner Sparks and Sir Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through the eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is Lost in America. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Lost in America, episode 165. My name is Turner Sparks. My name is Mordechai Kaplan. Kaplan, on the podcast today, we have you and me. We're sitting We're in my, back, baby. We're in my apartment in Brooklyn, New York. I don't think we've ever... This is, this is Chris in an apartment. We've never done a podcast here. Not at this one. Not at, We did one in your old pod. Yes. Once sorry, Teddy Kaplan was like playing video games when we did it. We never did it at, this, at your old apartment, sorry. Yeah. We never did it here. So. First time here, Cap, we can't be in the other place. So it's just you and me today. You have a big announcement, which we're going to save, save it. Save it for, for the, later in the podcast. A giant, giant announcement. So we said, no guests. Earth shattering. Yeah, we can't. We got to skip the guests. We got to skip the whole format. We got to skip everything. We canceled and a very high prominent guest to big to time guest. Yeah, and uh, we got to we got to make it about about you specifically. But also, our studio is going under. I think renovations is what they're calling it. It's gonna be back better than ever soon. That's what I've heard. Stand up, New York. Stand is it better than ever? It's going it? to be. Okay. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's so until be, then, we're in my apartment. They're, they're, they're putting in new artwork, I heard. That was what the whole <laughs> Yeah, new artwork. New artwork. They got a real good artist. and uh, We're very excited. You yeah. can't have a good studio without good artwork. We thought about going back to Ents today. We were recruited by Ents. We couldn't work out. Our, our lawyers could not come to an agreement, but... Uh, you know, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll pop by Ents if they don't if they don't get the place done in time next week. We'll see. They told us we could exactly. So we, shout out to Ents because we're always Ents, whenever yeah. we need them there around. So it's you and me, Cap. Uh, what is, let's start by talking about the format of the show. No. What have we done? Six, seven, eight episodes now of this style. I don't know. I don't keep track of numbers, but it's been a it's been a little over a month. I think maybe like six. Feels like six. Feels like six. I would say based off of our live podcast. Most of our listeners are about seven or eight episodes behind. So I don't know if anyone even knows we've changed yeah. formats <laughs> Nobody yet. knows we've changed. No one knows. People were shocked at the live podcast. Yeah, they didn't. Because they, they were like, wait, what? What? Oh, you guys, I, have you been doing this format all along? Well, my uncle had the best of all. He read your email that you blasted out inviting about the live pod. And he's like, oh, I never realized that's what your format was. And I was <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because you never actually listen to the podcast. But it comes to every live show. It comes show. to all the live shows. Likes live pods. It's like some people like live sports. They don't watch sports on TV. Yeah. That's how he is pods some people hate the live pods some people <laughs> tyler sparks has said he never listens to the live pods oh he told me he listened to the stand-up set though at least so i have an idea for the live pod by the way um because we we you know we have a, all these people listen to it 
But all in New York City, it's tough to get people to come out. And I think we talked about this on the wrap-up show, but we haven't talked about it here. I think we need to institute an old-school NFL blackout locally. If we don't sell out the live pod, then we black it out regionally in the New York, in the tri-state area, New Jersey, New York. We don't release the pod. But how do we enforce that? I don't know how... Is there a podcasting way to not have it come to someone's phone if they're in the New York area? Yeah, we can GPS people. GPS. Maybe we'll have to talk to the ends boys, see what they can do. That's that's actually a genius um, new <laughs> bi- billion dollar idea. Well, they have it. They have the technology be- for like peace because like those gambling apps that are legal. Like if you're in New Jersey, you can yeah. use like Foxbet when you're in New Jersey, but it will not work when you're in New York because it's not legal in New York. Really? Yeah. It like knows you can't log in. It knows where you are because it pings a tower. Yeah, pings a tower. Oh, that's how they catch murderers. Yeah, they're like your cell phone was most recently at this tower. So we gotta start pinging away. So we gotta get the, gotta get that catch a murderer technology. <laughs> catch a murderer. Whoever's got it out there, listeners. You've heard of catch a predator. Yeah. We're trying to catch murderers. We're trying and to catch a cheapskate who won't pay ten dollars. Catch a cheapskate. <laughs> and yeah, you won't pay ten bucks to come to our live show because yeah, stand up New York never ch- raised the price of twenty like they were supposed to. So, well, we don't know. We haven't even collected our money <laughs> yeah. from them. That's a whole <laughs> other story. We don't yeah. know if we're getting paid. Yeah, we might not be. So, but if we they do might get, not be in business. Actually, if in we two don't weeks. get paid, then it was good job by our listeners not coming who didn't come because they knew we were going to get screwed. True. But if assuming we're getting paid, shame on you. Shame on you, listener. Yeah. And next time it'll be blacked out for you. But overall, the new format I think is uh, I think we've gotten better at it as we've zoned, we've gotten a little more experienced, you know, with the bits and the, yes, and the, the, and the what works and what doesn't. And we're adding new new ang- new bits. Adding new stuff. angles I think is important. Even the ones that work don't. It's like if you do it every week, it just mentally gets a little old. So it's like good to like freshen things up a little. So we're gonna try to yeah, like an old school radio show. Yeah, and like you, the, yeah. you do the same bits, but you only bring them back like one out of ten episodes. Yeah, and and the one we did in the live show, the the googling and town was a great new discovery yes and it was easy so that's the best part of it one thing i want to ask our listeners uh before we launch into this episode one thing i want to ask is uh we do need feedback on this kind of stuff so it's hard to know did people like the old format better do they like the new format better if they like the new format what parts do they like and what parts do they not like yeah so feel free write us in oh no how, do, how are they going to get in touch with us well we have a super secret um website uh, i have any secret email just just for patreon subscribers but we yeah. have a don't ends us at gmail.com is, is an email address. I think the better way to do or this... Or go on Twitter, Captain America, yeah. Lost in America Pod, yeah, Turner, Twitter, Sparks. And just uh, add us on Twitter, whatever, message us. Direct messages. DM Direct us. Message. My it, DMs are open, people. We're also on Instagram. We're Instagram, putting out videos yeah. every single week now, clips from the podcast, um, yeah, video clips on our Instagram. Our social media team is getting better than ever on it. So follow us at Lost in America Pod, right? Lost in America Pod, yes. On That's Instagram. where all the videos will be, all the content. Follow us there. And also, you can leave a review on our website, lostinamericapod.com. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then that way, and then that way, we'll... Oh, that's uh, a good way to give us feedback. Yeah. Go to lostinamericapod.com, leave a review. Tell or, us what you like. Or go on iTunes, in. give us a review. If you want to say something negative about the format or, or things you think we changed, just do it, write a five-star review, and then throw your two cents in, and we'll listen. Write a five-star review. As long as you do review. a five-star review on exactly. iTunes. Exactly. We won't hold it against you. Well, we like constructive criticism. We're coachable. I tell Teddy, I'm at tennis with him, you know, and they, they, they're telling him the, the footwork. You're running, you're getting too close to the ball, you're, you know, and he doesn't listen. I'm like, you got to be coachable. 
You can't get anywhere in life if you don't coachable. listen to criticism. So. Yeah. So good skill. So we're, we're coachable here. That's a podcast. They say this about us. They do. Uh, in the comedy world, we're, we may not be the best pod, but we're the most coachable. Speaking of coachable, Kaplan, yeah. uh, I want to. Uh, so last week on the on our Patreon, on our Patreon episode, mm-hmm. we went through beat by beat the live podcast. Yeah. Broke down all the guests, how they all performed. We also went through your stand-up set. Yeah, gave me some good and notes. And I gave you some notes on that. And if you guys, for $5 a month, you can get every episode of our uh, every Patreon, you're gonna get you get new, the backlog, a new episode every week. Yeah, every Thursday, plus all the previously released episodes. There's 25, 24. Some, one episodes of these days we have now. to change that, but yeah, for now you get them all. So lot, get in before we change that. Exactly, you get them all. Five bucks a month, you get a new uh, extra episode of this podcast every week, and it's not this same podcast. We're doing a totally different thing. So we're reviewing. I'm gonna be upcoming soon. I'm gonna be um, giving my review of every comedy club in New York City. I'm gonna be ranking them top to bottom. Yeah. Power rankings. Power rankings of the, of the comedy clubs. We try to go deep inside give you more than what you would get on a regular show you, we about had a, comedy about your life about my life but specifically as it relates to our careers yeah and we had an episode recently on the patreon page where you went deep about a whole mishap with your neighbors and they're in signing for their packages yes it was a real hilarious story and now that i'm here it's like a reality tour yes i see the neighbors i i noticed they have i said to you when i walked in oh they were jews and you said how do you know so they have a mezuzah. I don't know what that... It that changes, didn't explain anything. It changes the whole story. So maybe on the wrap-up show, I'll explain what a mezuzah is. And how What's to, a mezuzah how to spot a, No. It's a thing we put on top of a door with a little prayer sh- scroll in it. Because it's like a little... I thought they, you put they lamb's go in an angle. blood. They go in an angle. That was in the biblical days. That's yeah. where it comes from. Is there lamb's blood in the mezuzah? It comes from Passover, I think. It passed over the houses because we put the blood on the... Exactly. So now there's no lamb's blood. There's just a prayer. The Shema. It's a prayer. Oh, okay. It's our most important prayer. And it's weird because we're always trying to hide from people, right? And we don't want people to know we're Jews a lot of times, but then we announce it in our front door. And you got yes, and we put it in. It's got to be diagonal. It's not diagonal. It's are you still are Jews still trying to hide from people? Because I think most people don't care. We well one way or the other. I felt like we were there, and now it feels like it's it's turning the other way now. So now we're gonna start hiding again. With all over, you know, rise of anti-Semitism is up around the world. I don't know if why hide though. Why not like uh, be proud about it? We know we're just. It's not in our DNA to be proud. It's <laughs> not a proud. I don't know how Jew, gay Jews do, do it because you, you got to be out and proud, right? Well, you have Pride Week. You do Pride Week, but Jews, I, you'd be like, "Well, I'm proud of being gay, but I'm not proud about the rest of it." <laughs> <laughs> that's how I imagine. They need Jewish Pride Week. Jewish Pride Week. We now that's we need a, parade. a parade. That's a parade. A Pride Jewish Pride Parade. <laughs> Billion dollar. I'm, I'm going to organize that. Yes. Now right. we're doing an old school episode today, so we might as well do it. Should we're we get to yeah, Lost in America? About everything. I, uh, last thing I wanted to thank you for in this apartment. Yep. Uh, you taught me something. You made coffee. Pour over coffee. You pour me a nice cup. I never heard of that before. Mind boggling. You're a big coffee drinker. I'm a big coffee drinker. I never, I didn't know. They don't have this at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, he put a teapot on people. He made a tea and then he poured it over a filter into the cup directly. I never seen anybody do that. Everyone knows what this is. I have a coffee pot. I didn't know. I have this at every coffee shop across these United States of America. I I learned something today. I might do it at home. I get rid of the coffee pot now. Randy Kaplan would be excited. Clutter. It tastes better too, doesn't it? It was good. It was good coffee. Good coffee. All right, let's get to Lost in America. Play the music. All right, Kaplan, we're back. Love the music. Still, the one thing people have said is, I'm glad you kept the music constant. Can I tell you this? We went to, I was in Sacramento, California about a week ago, and uh, De'Aaron Roots made an appearance at an old event we were having, 
and uh, Ben and Natalie, my niece and nephew, were at the event. I said, hey, this is my friend Aaron. And they went, hey, big deal. Who cares? And I said, hey, do you know the music? That's De'Aaron Roots. He writes the music. And they were starstruck, these yeah, you, children. You can't introduce him as Aaron. He's no. De'Aaron. De'Aaron Roots. And I'm to De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. And uh, Ben started singing at 10 years old. He goes, you do the song that goes, Lost in America, <laughs> Lost in America. And De'Aaron's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Halftime show next Super Bowl? De'Aaron Roots. Lost in America. De'Aaron Roots. <laughs> with, with Shakira shaking her butt, that could be a good... That would be great. Uh, maybe De'Aaron Roots on a pole. <laughs> De'Aaron Roots dancing I mean, on a pole. That would be just as popular, I'm sure. Cap, I'm what? lost in America. This was a few weeks ago. I went to... I had jury duty in New York City. Oh, boy. I, I just feel like you keep getting jury duty. I get you, it. Well, because here's the re- thing. Once they get you in their tentacles, yeah. even if you s- slither out because you're like, oh, I can't go because I have to work, they go, okay, schedule. They schedule the next date immediately. They're like a good salesman. Yeah, I've never I can't had call it. now. When can I call back? I had it once. They, they brought me down there when I first got married about 10 years ago. Sure. And But the mail had gone to the old 151 apartment, and I waited for like an hour, and then I showed them. I wrote my, they're like, why is the address say Long Island City? I was like, oh, I moved. Like, you should say that an hour ago. And just, they said, you can't do court in Manhattan if you live in Queens. So I got out. They've never tracked me down in Queens. I've really? had it in 10 years. Maybe I should move districts. Maybe I should, yeah, hope they're not listening. But anyway. Few thoughts on jury yeah. duty. Okay, number one. Yours um, is in Brooklyn, right? This is in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. All right. This is the last place. This is kind of an old bit, but it's true. It's the last place in America where racial profiling, not only accepted, encouraged. Encouraged, yes. And just well accepted just known accepted is the right word because it's no one's even fighting against this no one even thinks it's bad they're just like hey we're gonna pick like 11 of this race 11 of that race (laughs) couple white guys oh the beginning when they get like a big pool you mean well you so here's what it is they they funnel you it's 150 people are lined up um at 8 a.m outside of the downtown brooklyn the courthouse right and then you go through a metal detector they funnel you into this high school gymnasium type room and you just sit there like you're waiting like it's like ellis island like you're waiting to get (laughs) called but you don't want to get called it's the opposite it's the opposite (laughs) yes and you're sitting there waiting and you wait there all day 10 12 hours Mm. uh, and then if they call you they call you if they don't they don't even if they call you they just interview you and then even after you're interviewed i thought oh if i get interviewed at 10 a.m they call you you never know oh, right. could call you at any point during these 12 hour right. span from 8 a.m to 8 p.m right. and at any point if they call you you go in for an interview and then it's not like they don't tell you right there they go thank you very much and then you go back to your seat and you wait until right. you don't know if what happens you, you don't know. know if they liked you if they didn't like you if they're gonna pick you but you know the one thing you know is you're competing against your race <laughs> so it's me I, I, I spot Everyone's looking at each other uh, and, and your gender I think right And like, your gender you know, like, How many white guys Are they going to put on a jury So that's what I'm saying At 150 people There's three other white guys In the whole place Wow Brooklyn baby Can't tell if they're straight Or gay but I don't, I don't know, know if they that care matter? about that. Does that not matter? It might be to, well, or non-binary. <laughs> oh, right. They're not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah, no, it, but they can there. It might depend on the case. Like if it's a case where that would make a difference to, in your opinion. Either way, like we're all eye- eyeballing each other, me and right. the three other white guys, yeah, like, and we're going, it's me against you, mother right. effer. Who's going to be the most racist? Because that's what you got to do. But in this day and age, can you do that, right? I think I think you can do anything. Right. In, in jury duty, all bets are off. Right. It's the last place you're allowed to be racist left in America. Last place you're allowed to be. That in a golf course. Yeah. Because that's the, the old trick they used to say is you get out of jury duty, but just saying you hate everybody. or just Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we go in. Uh, first, second, that was the first observation. Second observation, I didn't really, you go through a metal detector on your way in. I just bring a gun. You would have got out of it immediately. You get arrested. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I didn't realize until this moment that 98% of America has never been through a metal detector. 
What do you mean? If you These to- jury duty types, they don't know. <laughs> they clearly haven't been to an airport. Right. They haven't. Everybody's just walking through with computers <laughs> in their pocket. Oh, they're bringing computers like it's like a work off, like they're going to WeWork. We're getting there. <laughs> Every single person's getting buzzed through. So it takes an hour and a half just to go through security because everybody just waltzes through. Yeah. It's like, bah, 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 bah. the jury duty, the, the security staff hates everyone. Right. Well, maybe the wealthier people think they all have TSA pre check at this point. So they think like the rules don't apply to them. They can just walk through. Maybe. That could be it. <laughs> and then, and then everyone else. They never fly. They never fly. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. There's no jury. There's no. Uh, there's no. Um, uh, there's no metal detector at the bus station. No, you know, and so it's, it was shocking amount of people have no idea how to. Be. I I did it properly. I took my stuff out of my bag. I th- put it through the little uh, the the thing. You know, the metal detector. I mean the. The video the key thing, the thing you put your keys in your pocket, did t- all that, put all your gross tissues, through. everything. You thought you would have thought I was Jesus Christ himself. These people loved me oh. just by following but the rules. That's big mistake. See, maybe these other people think that the word gets trickled upstairs. Maybe they want a smooth thing every morning. So like this guy knows how to get through the metal detector. We want him on our jury. <laughs> He'll be back. These other people are like, I want the beeps to go off. I want anything to get out of this. Yeah. The other white guys have yeah. machetes in their pockets <laughs> yes, exactly. trying to get out of it. <laughs> uh, so that's then. I, you get inside, and I thought I was slick. I brought a book. So you read it online. Everyone goes, bring a book. You might be there all day. Bring a book. That's the big advice they give you. So I, first of all, I'm also there early. So at, they have seats in this high school gym type room, but only 150 for 150 people. And there's a couple <laughs> outlets on the walls. There's exact but, amount of chairs per person? Yeah. And then there's <laughs> like... Maybe nine outlets it's in like the whole place. room where you're like all. Yeah, they want to. Yeah, see who cracks first. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. No, there's like the, I'm thinking like high school detention where it's like everyone's like super quiet and like a row lined up on a. It's know, very similar yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah, and then there's about nine outlets in the whole place. Ooh. So a couple of the smart people, I'm not one of them. Bring they bring laptops. And then they, you get there early, you get near the outlet, right? I did get near the wall, so I could like like being on an airplane, you didn't I have could a lean char- my lean but, my head against. But the you wall. didn't have a chart phone charger or anything. I didn't have a phone charger. No, that's exactly. the real pros. Yeah, the real pros. No, and then this one lady, she's a she must get jury duty every week. <laughs> she brought like a fold out desk, <laughs> and then her computer and, and a cup of coffee. First thing she did, she sets up her workstation oh and just starts going. She starts making cold calls. She's working like it's her office. Right. I realize this. At no point on your way into jury duty through the metal detector in the line, they never check to see if you actually do have jury duty. This is a lady's doing this as a WeWork. It's a space. It's a free it's workspace. Yeah. It's a free WeWork. Wi-Fi? How's the Wi-Fi there? Wi-Fi is great. Oh, I mean, this is way better than WeWork. Way better. Yeah, you exactly. more characters around you. you got, yeah. They got a bathroom. They got a... They, and then they had a break room where you could go with um, with uh, dispensers. Like, you could go buy Doritos or whatever. You know, buy sodas, buy coffee. We should be doing this at, you know, the Harvey Weinstein case is going down in the Manhattan courtroom. We should be down there every Just day. Just go sit in the jury duty box. <laughs> yeah. It's... You don't have to pay for anything. Free air conditioning. Free air. Yeah. Lunch. What's the lunch situation? You go out. Great lunch. They got a whole spread. (laughs) They got a whole mess hall. Uh, It's fantastic. So anyway, um, you made the mistake I made when I went to the ER. It's like, I just brought a book. I brought nothing else. I didn't bring chargers. I didn't bring a computer. I didn't bring anything. And it's, you got to prepare. Be ready. It's an all day event. A book's not enough for the way our brains are now. If you're going to be somewhere all day. No, it's a, it's like I said, it's a 12 hour event. Last thing I want to say about this. It's. You forget you're in Brooklyn for a minute until they turn on. They have this little video. The first thing you get when you get there, they give you a whole spiel. All right. Um, if you're if you're handicapped, raise your hands. And then they raise their hand. All right. Get out of here. We don't take handicaps. You know, 
If you don't speak English, raise your hand. All right, you get out of here. So they get rid of those people. And then um, next thing you do is they show you like an orientation video. And in the orientation video, it goes, you are, um, you are our jury, you, you, the juries of America. Today, uh, unlike more than any other time in history, you are our last defense against the police. Like because we all know these days we can't necessarily trust a police officer. Whoa, wait, what? This is yes. the official government video? Yes, jury duty, Brooklyn, New York. And they're saying like the police are known to uh, pl- sometimes they plant stuff on people. So we can't take their word for it. We need you, the public. I, wait, is there like two different videos? Like one's the pro, like there's or just one video? This is the video you're watching. This is the one video the whole gym's watching. Did the police know about this? I have no idea, <laughs> but it was insane. I had to write it down. It's Woke Brooklyn, Woke Brooklyn jury duty. Uh, this is the way to do it. So anyway, I, in the end, to tell you, I got out of it. And the way I got out of jury duty was um, I had someone who gave me this tip at a show a couple days before. I told them I had jury duty and they're like, oh, are you going on any vacation soon? I was like, well, I have a work, tr- I have a show. I have to go to town for a show next week, but it's a week out. And they're like, hmm, a week probably too long but take your itinerary with you take it up to the front desk and tell them and see what happens so i take the itinerary with me i print it out i take it up to the lady i go hey i got a business trip next week and she's like when is it and i was like seven days from now she goes "Mm, okay you can leave so you didn't do the interview no so then she's like this is at 10 a.m so i was sitting there for two hours and then um because you have to go through the orientation and all that you almost want to and then uh and then I said, uh, she's like, you can leave. And I'm like, do you want to see the, my itinerary? She's like, nah, it's fine, but we have to reschedule you. So they rescheduled me for June, so I go back in June. Oh, but then next time you go, you're going to have to do the two hours thing again. Gotta do really, that again. It'd be more efficient to just done it. And if you get, it would have, but, if I, but then I went home me. and looked up what it was. Okay. One was a murder trial, and the other was a rape trial. Hmm. So those could take longer than a week. Guilty, and then you're guilty. Yeah, me, but who knows? You know, all these people who hate the cops <laughs> in Brooklyn, The wrap-up show could turn into a, uh, a wrap-up of the case show. It'd be great. True crime. Yeah. I got, I, that's amazing though. That they would I, I, I put that video out. Maybe they're just trying to get people excited because people don't want to go to trials. Pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, I was sitting, uh, I, t- I was sitting out in this uh, sandwich shop in Long Island City yesterday and these guys, it was like a real, like reminded me like you're like on the Sopranos, like that, like meat place they used to go to, like yes. this little hangout and the owner, they were real like Queens people hanging out. The state trooper comes in, it comes in apparently every day and they give them free food. Nice. And, they, and then they do a whole should be give and take with a guy about it. You people, you protect us. These other these people because they were talking about a protest there was a big anti-cop protest at Grand Central the other day do you see that no yeah people were like tying them barricading themselves to like they weren't letting people get in through the th- like a rush hour Friday people couldn't get through those machines they like broke the machines to get into the subway yeah it was like a whole thing because they, they're mad about all the cops they're putting down at the uh, by the, they're putting more cops down in the subways to crack down on people who don't pay their fare I don't understand and, what's wrong with that. That's great. Yeah, and people more know. cops in the subway is a lot better than just being murdered. Because I come home at two a.m., three a.m. a lot from shows, yeah. and I'm 100 percent safe because there's cops. Yeah. Well, you want less cops? Oh yeah, you're gonna be good. They're gonna want you on that jury. The the, uh, the prosecutor put me on the jury. <laughs> the prosecutor. I mean, I feel like men, I don't understand why people want less cops in the subways. You're in the anomaly. I feel like white guys in New York City and Brooklyn are more likely to be like, oh, I'm understanding of the case. But like, what's if, the case? Like if you were a jury, cops protect like, us in the subway. Oh, they just don't like because they hassle poor people basically, like the ch- person selling the churros, and then people they almost think people should who are poor should be allowed to like not pay their fare or something. Or, I don't know. It's like you get. I don't really know the answers why they're against it, or like it's not good use of the funds. They should put them somewhere else, oh, pay gosh. the money. Okay, but you're like like I'm just thinking of like if I had a jury, like if I I wouldn't want you on my jury. I wouldn't want me on the jury, but I want us over like I wouldn't want like white like Randy. No, she thinks everyone's guilty. 
okay. You do not want her. You don't want moms in your juries, I'm trying to say. Okay. Moms are like number one in the hierarchy. Moms think everyone's guilty? Moms oh, because they have kids guilty. who lie all the time and stuff. Like, I think woke white men are who you want in the jury because okay. they're, they're understanding of everybody. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to do a hierarchy. I'm doing a, my own racial hierarchy here. For, sure. So, because we have this in two months, you're gonna be back in jury duty. So I will. Uh, in gonna, June. We'll, next time you do it, well, let's talk ahead of time. Maybe on the, the show, or the wrap-up show. We'll turn this you. show into a true crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get a million downloads. That's good. All so right. I'm gonna have to get a jury duty soon. I think, as we might discuss in the next segment, why. So we'll. Well, uh, so the one thing, once you actually do your jury, you're duty, out for a while. Eight years, you get out for it. Yeah. So the lady was like, if you just want to stick it out and sit here, you might not get called. If you don't get called yeah. today, you're out for eight years. I but I the, couldn't take the risk because I had to fly the next week. I wonder week. if they counted it because it's been like 10 years I've been called. I mean, Randy's got called a couple times and it sucks when you're in, it, when you work in Manhattan, this is real New York centric, but like, it's like you get called, you live in Queens, like you have to go out to Queens, like Jamaica. It's like the other direction. How long does that take to get there? It's like, for our I, listeners, it's, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour, like the a wrong direction. It's like nowhere near work or anything. Where the Manhattan one's like downtown. Yeah. You get the Harvey Weinstein cases yeah, in the world, yeah. big time so she's gotten it a couple times and she's yeah she comes home she's always just like tells me about this drug case or guilty like she's like made up her <laughs> mind she was once on a case where like it was like there was like one person who was holding out everybody was like guilty let's go home and like one person my was mom was on out, one of those and then they just start wearing the person down it doesn't seem right but did they get him i think they did yeah <laughs> my mom told me she was on one where everybody said guilty and one lady said not guilty and the lady said not guilty because it reminded her of her grandson the person. Mm. They say a bad job letting her on the jury. Yeah, an old you grandma. Gotta, you got You know, my mom never gets jury duty because she's the wife of a doctor. That's another way to get out of it. Oh, if really? It's, if it's a lawsuit, civil case, because they're like litigious. Because doctors don't. Because we get side doctors get lawyers. sued a lot. So okay, you would think okay. you would. Yeah. So that's got it. All right, Cap. Right. You have an announcement. I have an announcement. We should let's get to, the get to you. Play the music. <laughs> All right, we're back, Kaplan. Let's not waste time. Let's get straight to your announcement here. It's big. I want you to open with the announcement. Don't know like around the beating around the bush. Let's get right to it. People have been waiting long enough. People have been waiting for this announcement? Yes, the whole 20 minutes of this episode. Oh, okay. Well, um, I have... Do we have announcement music? No, no just All right. announce. I'm announcing today on February 4th, 2020, that I am retiring from working in the Bob world. Canal Productions. You will Tribeca. no longer be working for Robert De Niro. Yes. Yes. That is my job that has defined me to, to on this podcast and many other places for many years. How long have you been on there? It's 17 years till today. I've, st- I've been working there and it's time. You know, this has been a big week. This is a long time coming. Yes. Long time coming. So this week, uh, you know, we is the anniversary of the heart attack, as we've discussed. Yes. And... Um, it's uh, you do. Did that get you to rethink life? He gets you to rethink life a little bit and start making what's important. You know, what, yeah. What is the uh, what's uh, priorities? Priorities start to you start to think about. You have this much time left on this planet. You know, because I originally I was like maybe I'll wait until 2020, 20th year of the festival. Tribeca Film Fest, or it's like a big festival. Well, if you stay twenty years in the military, you get a pension for life. Does Bob do the same? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. So there's no reason to wait till 20 years. I would get like a watch maybe or something, but yeah, yeah no. So, um, it's, uh, it was, it's been, a, you know, when you, it's, it's a stressful job, all jokes aside. And so it's not the best job when you're trying to manage your stress, when you have a heart attack, when you're trying to manage, you got kids and time and, and the got, doctors always tell you less stress, less stress, which I, I don't know how you can just how conjure less stress. Yeah. 
you you because if you quit all your jobs then that's pretty stressful too everything's stressful it's not like you can just mentally but anyway see, sorry yeah work going. in general is probably stressful i mean the job's always been very flexible hours wise which has been a good thing but it's also had this like you're always on call there's always uh could be a computer issue could be a this could be a that these events is a lot it's just a lot of a lot of uh factors when you're uh when you're working there that can uh it can be stressful okay so it's not the best. You don't want to place. go into detail. There. It's not, well, it's not the best place post cardiac. Oh, detail. Well, no. About I mean, the stress. Put on. I put out some fires. You got to put out fires. Things come up. Literally, the apartment could be on fire. You might have to go there. Have you had apartments on fire? We had an apartment on fire several years ago. His apartment. And this it, is one of uh, Bob's uh, properties yeah, around yeah. New York City. Yes, it went on fire. So your job was you. I mean, I'm not the fireman. Don't get me wrong, but you be ready. <laughs> you got to call him. <laughs> Dialing nine one one is stressful. I didn't call the fireman. I didn't do that either. Oh, you didn't you do run that over either. there. You got to start preparing. To get, you know, what but anyway, whatever comes up, it's always been that kind of job. It's been great. Bob's been great, but time to move on. Diplomatic to, answer. To, I'm very diplomatic, but let's go. Oh, so, so you're, so you're out. I wanted him. I was hope. I, well, I'm out. I'm saying this. Um, does he know? Well, this is the thing. You brought up a point to me um, that, you know, are you going to get unemployment? Right. So I yeah, got well, that's the first, fired. you know, I'm a, Ber- I'm a Bernie bro. You're a Bernie bro. Yeah. Not really, but. Money is, uh, yeah, government. Why not collect the government cash? Right, you know? so I got to try to get fired specifically. Um, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can just really fuck around at work. First question, does he know you're leaving or are you telling our listeners before you're telling him? Because that would be great for the pod. It'd be great. <laughs> if no one knows. Um, I believe in the pod through and through. Yes! So, of course, nobody knows. This is my announcement. Yes! <laughs> All right, so now you want to get fired. I might um, have to, to mention to him before this airs, so we'll see. At some point, okay, before, well, it's airing very soon. Um, before we get into what you're going to do, let's talk about getting fired. Because getting fired, as you said, is always better in America than quitting. Yeah, because you quit, get unemployment. You don't, you don't get anything. Yeah. When you get fired, you get unemployment. What can you do to get fired? What have you done? What's the worst things you've done in the past and not gotten fired for? Because I need to know what the bar is so you can do worse than that. So what, what are some examples of bad things you've done in the past and not been fired? I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this could be used against me, so I don't know if I can say those things because I don't want to... Because if you get fired with good cause, I think you can't get unemployment. So I got to... Good cause? I, I, <laughs> you have to get fired and then prove you, you didn't to deserve to off. be fired? You need to be laid off to get unemployment. You can't get fired for a reason. I just thought of that. Oh, so yeah, is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The worst thing, when I first started, like literally the first month, I think I was up at his old apartment and dropping like a bike off that I like a bike I'd pick up and I it was like one of those doors that didn't lock unless you like had to do something and I remember I got all the way back to the office until you locked the and I was door. like I don't know if I locked the door so I went all <laughs> no one was home so I went all the way back uptown all right went so in that's a start. door was open so good thing I went but that was 17 years ago that was 17 years ago I didn't get fired so maybe that. he's been ruminating on that for 17, <laughs> 17 years, years and now he's gonna fire up you. to him yeah no um, you should go in and convince him to fire hey remember when I did this yeah. remember when I did this yeah no. Are we writing it? Get his lawyers present and be like, are we writing this down? Yeah. Just, you know, it's got to be like, oh, all these things you do. You could do a podcast, you do all these things. Clearly, there's not much of a need for this job. You gotta be laid off. You're gonna be laid off. So, so maybe, not are they downsize? Is he down, downsizing? Yeah, downsize me. That's, that's the goal. So but we'll he, negotiate. I think I can negotiate. You're leaving that. on good terms, though, right? This isn't bad terms. Yeah, of course. We'll, we'll have to get Bob on the pod. We'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll get Bob on the pod. Maybe we can get me, maybe, he can, maybe he'll let Could me he fire you on the air? Maybe that's a, yeah, you know, we don't want to spoil spoiler alert, but because then we also would have proof yeah. that you got fired. <laughs> They'd put our, you could submit our pod in the courthouse. We get new yeah. listeners. The well, judge would have to listen. That's yeah. an extra download. Oh yeah. There you go. We're uh, making money that way. Um, maybe she'll do a Patreon subscription. The judge. 
That's you're really making money. He should have been promoting it to jury duty, by the way. Patreon, exactly. Patreon subscribing. So yeah, that's uh yeah, that's the goal. We want to leave on good terms because we need Bob as a future guest. But you want to get fired. We want to talk about his hometown. That's a, that's a needle to thread. A needle to thread. I gotta yeah. see. I mean, am I a needle threader? I think I'm a pretty good needle threader. <laughs> sure. I'm balancing act. So yeah. So I gotta figure out. I mean, you so know, what does the family think about this? What does Randy think? What uh, the doctor, the whole crew, the Lisa Kaplan, the Kaplans. They don't know. I got to tell them. Oh, they don't know. No, this is breaking news. So. Oh, even your wife doesn't know. <laughs> no, Randy knows. Okay. <laughs> Randy knows. Um, she, you know, women get nervous. I, I was thinking, I'm sitting here. <laughs> I'm sitting here and you're, and, you know, I'm thinking women like. Women get nervous. I'm th- you know, you're sitting. This is, we're, we're recording during the day. Women they be nervous. Me, they want to fire me for this. I'm recording during the day. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I get women get nervous about you. You know, you, you're, you're be home without a plan. Sure. But it's time. It's time to... Kaplan, welcome to my life. Yeah, I live at home. With, that's what I'm sitting about. Like, how do you do this every day? I live just, at home without yeah, a plan. just goes off to work, and you're just here, and you can just pull it off. And Well, I work at home. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, that's you have to you have do. structure. You have structure. to have a structured schedule. Say, sure. from this hour to this hour, I'm doing this. From that hour to that hour. And every Sunday night, I map out the next week wow. of what I'm going to be doing. You're very organized. With a list of everything. You got to be organized. Otherwise, because the first couple months I was here without... A day job, first time in my life without a day job, you know? Yeah. Lived here in New York, and Ye wasn't even here yet. And I will tell you, the first couple months, it's like you don't do much because you feel like, oh, I have all this freedom. But then you realize if you don't do anything, there's no checks coming in. Unless you actually go out and do it yourself. Yeah. So it snaps you into action. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. That That's, if I didn't explain that properly of why I need to make this Yeah, move, why are you leaving? What are you like, going to do? What's the next it's job? It's like, I've wanted to, we've talked about this on the show, and we've talked about it a lot on the wrap-up show, and my computer fraud. The computer going down, I think, helped get me to this point, too. My computer fraud? My computer, I lost six months of work. We talked about on the, on the wrap-up show. Do you listen to our wrap-up show? Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, so what you're saying, uh, I'll just catch the listener up, is that you had you've been writing this novel for years and a like novel, twenty years. screenplays, different things. And, and I, about six months ago, your computer died and you lost everything. I lost everything. Yeah. Every I everything lo- you've ever written in your life. I lost. I got. I've old versions of a lot of things, but nothing recent. Okay. And but ultimately, that the heart attack, the a bunch of different factors makes you just think like it's time. Not getting any younger. It's time to, you know, we're doing these, we do these live podcasts. They're pretty successful. You know, doing a little stand up. You know, it's time to do things creatively, not yes. be running around. It's fun to be Robert De Niro's. It's fun to be fetching his martinis and all, but it's, <laughs> it's, I'm a little too old for it. You know, it's like, it's time to do, not be identified that way. And, and it's also, as you were about, we're starting to say, which made me think of this, it's like, when you have a comfortable situation, it's harder to kick yourself in the ass. Yes. So, so I don't, yeah. right? I don't I don't make money unless I make it for myself. Yes. And for that's the f- that's the first the key. key. Yeah. And the first year of that in New York City, very stressful because I was losing a lot of money. Yeah. But I turned it around year two. And then every year since then, I've made more than I made the previous year. And now I have a comfortable living. Look at you. You're living in a lap of luxury I'm here. I'm living in a lap of luxury. <laughs> that pour over coffee. And I'm not rich. So I'm no Michael H. Weber, you but I'm, I'm no homeless. muffins in that room. I I'm mean, no is... homeless guy either. <laughs> yeah. I can afford to work and not have to be at the uh, jury duty using their uh, we using it as a we work, although yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. What you just you you get your momentum going and then and then away you go. Starvation breeds and it's like family. Yeah, desperation, desperation is the mother of invention. Yes, that's is that what they just, say. Something like that. But you just it's not it's you Einstein need, or somebody. I mean, there are people who are, can do both have a day. But it's like I remember when I lived in Los Angeles, I think, or maybe when I first went to New York. But I remember being in an event and talking to some producer and. And he said he made some comment that I, it was like one of those things where like you can make fun of the comment 
and like write a, like dialogue it or you could be like oh it's actually like a way to think about things where he said like well you just have to in, like eventually one of these days you just have to be a writer like, yes like you can't be like well i'm a this my day job you know you have to define your like you can still if you need the money of course you can have get a job do this whatever but it's like your your mindset has to be that's not you know you have to identify as at a, some what point you, you got to jump off the bridge exactly and jump into the ocean time to jump in the ocean yeah exactly and so what see here i will tell you that i on that note i work about eight hours a day and then go out at night and do stand-up. But everything I'm working on during that eight hours is towards my career in stand-up. It's exactly. towards my stand-up. Whereas I go out and there's other people I'm on shows with uh, and they all have, they have day jobs. Not all of them, but some have day jobs. And I think about this. I'm like, I'm, eight, I'm working eight hours longer than you a day on a career that we're both competing at. Exactly. And so you're like, that, you're Carl Malone. He yeah, used to so, be in the gym when his competitors were asleep. He was working out. That's working out. But I'm saying is that they're, they, they haven't taken the risk yet of saying, okay, I'm going to lose money for a while, but right. I'm hoping it boomerangs back up. Right. I, once I took that risk, I did lose money for a while, but now it's back up. Right. That's what I'm saying. The boomerang. Boomerang back. It's hard because it's like, you know. You I have to have faith. Yeah, There's nothing and, else but yourself. And, you know, of course, the dream is always when you have like, there are people who find like certain kinds of day jobs that can be like very flexible and good for material, whatever. But like there, you know, ultimately there's, if you, any place too long, that ends, you know? That ends. So, so yeah, you got to do it. So, um, what's, so what are you going to do? What's the idea? Is it writing like a, cause I know you've, you were a, a, a novelist. I mean, you're an unpublished novelist. I'm right? trying to do a little, I want to really focus on everything. So I want to, uh, like I just been kicked in the ass. I've been really working lately a lot on the novel. I'm okay, get so it down. I'm just write cutting a novel. it, cutting it, cutting it down to a good le- length, and just gonna be done. Yep. And uh, you know, if we have to make it a Patreon publication or something, and just make money, just put it out. Just yeah, start no. putting stuff out. That's the next piece of the thing I'll say. <laughs> Don't wait for someone else to offer you a deal to put. I mean, you can't yeah. try well, to get one. Well, we got to get a deal, but yeah, you got to get a deal. But at some point, just start and producing. Then, and then I have a screenplay idea that I want to work on that. I, I mean, it had outlined. It's like, I lost some of it, but it's like, I didn't really lose that much. Cause I have the general idea. It's up here. Yes. <laughs> Point in the head. And then we've talked about it. Some a TV show, right? We We're going to start writing idea. comedy together, yeah. writing sitcom based stuff, television shows. Gap. We're we- coming after you, Weber and Newstatter. Coming after you, <laughs> Kaplan and Sparks. It sounds like a law firm. Yeah, exactly. Kaplan, Sparks, and Associates. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so we're gonna. That's the exciting news. We're gonna be writing uh, st- um, sitcoms type stuff together. Should we? And this is an idea we, you and I, have had for a while. But it's just like you, you only have so many, so many hours in the day when you have a day that's job, thing. And, and kids, you, and all that stuff. Because you have all this when you're at work. When you have to do work, where you're like there all day. And it's just like you don't have time. And at night, you need to see the kids. Yeah, of course. And then it's like late and you're tired. It's just you, you need time in the day. You need time in the stuff. day. Can I lay out what I do? Oh, I've no. laid this out before on the podcast, I think. Right? It's working really well. This Hemingway theory. Oh, yeah. Morning. Nine to noon, I'm writing every day and I'm getting a ton done. Turn the phone off. Turn everything off. Turn the internet off. Just write. And it's, I'm producing at a level like I've never had before. I would highly recommend you do something like that. This is, no matter what, these hours every yeah. day I'm doing this. That's what I think I'm going to do. And okay. then you let your world, you let your wife, you let your uh, your parents, your whoever would call you normally, you let yeah. them all know, I'm not available from this hour. No, this I'm summer. like thinking, I'll be like, get the kids to school. Maybe I'll start walking to school, you know, walk pancakes, come back, do a little of my, uh, these breathing things I've mentioned, you know, because I got it's good for the heart, they say. Good yeah. For my heart, uh, heart rate. And then just clear the head 
And write for a few hours. Write for a and few hours. Just, and then make maybe, it a set time. And yeah. big thing is turn the phone off. Turn because you get off. texts all day yeah. that can sidetrack you. People yeah. are trying to sidetrack you. Yeah, maybe, and you know what? Starvate. Maybe I'll stop paying the internet bill. No. <laughs> stop paying the internet bill. So, like, that's the big thing, internet. But yeah. Well, you're going to have to cut corners in, uh, uh, some way, right? Yeah. Save a little money. Although we have free internet in our... Uh, in our building that it can get, it works pretty well. So it's, you can't oh, avoid good. the distraction, but yeah, I'm gonna do that. And, um, should we, cause people, I've told a couple of people that we're thinking about, we've been working on the sitcom idea, but now we're going to, when's this going to happen by the way, when are you going to quit? Well, I'm, I'm thinking to talk about an exit plan. I, I know we're all out of bodies are buried. I can't just, it wouldn't be right to just leave tomorrow. Yeah. So probably maybe over the next two months, I'll be out of there is my, is how I'm thinking. Okay. So, so I'm thinking like early April is when we're really going to crank things up. Kaplan and Sparks. You and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the writing partnership. <laughs> yeah. And um, I I would also say we could start, we got to find some someone to do with the film side, but start writing sketches that we can put out online and stuff too. I mean, any comedy writing we yeah. can do together. But the sitcom, should we lay out the premise? Sure. I think it's a good idea. So the premise we're working on right now is... Um, you could call it Lost in America. We don't have a working title yet, but say it's called Lost in America. Yeah. What happens is... Better, Ye- we really hope we copyrighted that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is Yeye and I get married, move to New York City, right? As a as us, who we are. Who you are. We move to New York, and should we say the name of the person? Joe Schaefer, let's just say a character. There's yeah. a character similar to someone who might be like Joe Schaefer. Who comes along for the ride. Maybe or not. Maybe not. In case this actually becomes real and he sues us. It's not based <laughs> off Joe Schaefer. It's just there's another comedian you knew when you were in China who maybe came to New York first. Or is that what? I'm thinking this is someone who is from my hometown, okay. who didn't live in China, who oh, I grew okay. up with in California, right? Who mo- who's a less successful comedian, let's say that, but we're both moving to New York to make it. Right. Yeah, and I come as a couple. He comes from Sacramento as a local comedian there, and he goes, Turner's moving to New York. I'm friends with him. Let's move there. And then Uncle Bobo, my wife's uncle, is one of my favorite people on earth. <laughs> you can't change that name. I hope he doesn't uncle, sue. No, it's, no, not he, sue. it's not even his name, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uncle Bobo gets in some kind of trouble. I don't know if it's with the law or with the mob or something. Coronavirus, something. Something over in China, and he has to escape real quick. Yeah. So he escapes. He, he hears that we're moving to New York, so he decides he's going to come too. Oh. Then we all get an apartment in New York City, a two-bedroom, <laughs> and it's Ye and I in one bedroom, and it's Uncle Bobo and my comedian friend, let's call him Joe... Not shape. Pick a different name. Uh, Kafer. Joe Kafer. <laughs> Joe Kafer. Joe, Joe Kafer. Joe Kafer. It's Joe Kafer and Uncle Bobo in the other room, and that's yeah. this is the sitcom. It's these yeah. four people all in an apartment. I yeah, I mean, yeah, we were saying it now. I'm almost thinking like, oh, Uncle Bobo could have could have come, and then he. You think he's got some big life here, and it turns out he's running some something shady. It's something shady, he's, right? He's here ahead of time. He dives and, in. We, maybe yeah. we live in Chinatown because yeah. we find out that he's really well connected in Chinatown. Yeah. He's the yeah. king of Chinatown. Yeah. He's also a ladies' man. Yeah. He's recently single, and he's out there hitting on every middle-aged uh, mother, grandmother in Chinatown and really making the rounds. And then him and Joe Caper become best friends. Yeah. Right, and, and Joe Caper's out on the town trying to meet Caper. ladies, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, and then Ye is uh, holding the whole family together, and yeah, that's the show. There's the show, yeah. And we've got some, you know, we've had some ideas for some possible episodes. We're gonna have to outline that. Make sure this, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this is gonna be real professional. Yeah, Don't we got let a lot the names of fool you. We got a lot of ideas, um, but I, if you guys have ideas, then we can steal them. Should we so. should we throw out an idea or two that we have? Sure. Okay. Should I do go with the agency? What's that? 
Oh, the, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Throw it out. Yeah. Okay. So here's one idea: is that um, do you know like it, it, during the high, the height of the Me Too era, which is still kind of exists, right? Not as high as it was. Is that um, there's this thing where you can't if you have agency over someone, you cannot date them. Yeah. Because that's uh, it's harass sexual harassment if mm-hmm. you're to date your boss or you know if your d- boss is to date his junior, right? right. Someone who works at. So we realize in this episode that Joe Joe Caper as a unsuccessful uh, loser comedian in New York City is the only person left in New York who doesn't have agency over anyone. So he has a superpower. He can date whoever he wants. He ends up cleaning up town, cleaning up for the whole episode. Mm. Then he doesn't want success. Hooking, he doesn't he has want a chance success. for success and he blows, turns it away. He doesn't. Yes, he doesn't mm. want it because right. if he gets success, then he'll have agency over right. people. And that means he can't, he'll be a start. It'll be considered harassment. So as long as he's less successful than everyone he's dating, it's not harassment. This is a good episode, but it needs to be late in the season because we need to establish success before you can go at the Me Too stuff. Of course. Yeah, like Larry David's proven. You got to, you got to, got to, we got to have some agency. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about we could do a DNA test episode where Uncle, Uncle Bobo, Bobo gets finds a out DNA he's Korean test? or something. Yeah, Uncle Bobo does DNA <laughs> test and finds out he's Japanese. Makes him go on a killing spree <laughs> or something. <laughs> makes him very angry. You got a lot of Uncle Bobo He like goes this. and protests the, uh, the company that Did, does the... Didn't we have an episode where we all go out? Uh, we all. Like, the characters go out for a night in the town without Uncle Bobo and come back, and Uncle Bobo's getting the sock in the door. He's getting laid. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> of the episode, we teach him the sock. Uh, Joe the sock Caper trick. teaches him the sock in the door trick because they're, they're roommates. Because they're teaching him about America. There's going to be a lot of the same things we talk about. Lost yes. in America, cross-cultural. Yeah. Uncle Bobo trying to use a dishwasher. Yeah. A lot so, of that. We'll have to figure out if this character with kids or anything. And in the middle of all is, is Yeah Yeah holding everyone. Holding She's the one sane person in the whole crew. Yeah. Holding everybody together. I think it's genius. Yeah. It also has multiple characters. And old, when's the last time you saw an old Chinese man as one of the lead characters in a TV show? Right. Well, that's the thing we're going to really stress in the pitch meetings. We're going to have diversity. Diversity. If we have to make Joe Caper black, we will. Black whatever Joe you guys, Caper. Whatever the network wants. Indian Joe Caper. Black uh, Joe Caper. Indian black Joe, Joe Caper. Caper. Uh, Puerto Rican Joe Caper. He just can't be a white guy, I think. Can't be a white guy. Unless he learns he's gay later. Unless he identifies, I don't know. We'll Non-binary. Non-binary Joe Caper. Non-binary Joe Caper. <laughs> it writes itself, really. He's, you say hi, he says hello. <laughs> exactly. So that's what we're going to be hard at work on. Hopefully, we didn't just give that away because no, it's our story, so no one can take I think our We'll story. talk to our, our lawyer, Justin. And I also think that the Joe Caper property. voice, Kaplan, should be written in your voice. I think it essentially be you. It, it's your muse. It's my muse. All right, because we'll have to figure that out. If that's my muse, or maybe there's an extra an extra character. But I think those are four strong characters. Yeah. Well, we can, we need to. You can have another character who's not as a regular who then could be. Well, we'll fig- we well, it's time to think about this. I don't give it all away now. We got time to think. Um, that- what about stand up? Are you going to try stand up? Are you? Is this a once a year thing, or what are we doing? Yeah. You know, I had. I that's the other thing, and that's what I got to figure out because uh, you know, like I had a dream last night. We were doing a pod. It was like a live pod. It's like it was like I was doing stand up in this live pod. And I was like remembering this bit that I forgot to do in our episode. Like I really got to. We we already talked about the wrap up show. Yes. But I really got derailed on my my larger point. I sort of short shifted of like of how your life changes once you're like considered normal again. I had all this stuff. What do you like, mean normal? Like oh, once non, you're recovered. Yes, non-heart attack. Yeah. How, like, I mean, I think a character in the show should yeah, have a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. It's like how like you, like for the first few months, every time I coughed, like everyone's worried. Uncle Bobo and could then, have a heart attack. Uncle Bobo could have a heart attack. He's got to be a young character, but yeah, Uncle Bobo could be, yeah, well, well. Oh, he could not have the heart. Joe Caper could have the heart Joe attack. Joe Caper. Oh, yeah. And then he gets sympathy sex because he's yeah. single. With her. Yeah, that's <laughs> not good. But it could be everything I w- if I were single and had this heart attack, what I would have used it for. Sure. But yeah, no, the, so the stand up thing is something I think, yeah, it's like I was almost like thinking about it uh, earlier when you asked me about it. And I was like, well, would I do it again? It's like, um, 
the anal- the analogy is like um, it's almost like uh, right now I'm like uh, stand up curious. Like yes. I imagine people who are like gay and they're like they're like oh I fooled around with a dude but I'm not gay. <laughs> So, because like people are like, are you a comic? I'm not a comic. I did. After, I got a comic. Can thing. I just say something? <laughs> Fooling around with a dude. Yes, you are gay. Well, you hear people say, or like a fool around the girl, like says that. You know, you hear people say these things. Or I get I, the woman's side, yeah, but the men, you can't. If you fool around with a guy and okay, you're a guy, well, this is you're not gay. me saying this. I'm saying people say this sometimes. I know, but I'm just saying pe- this. This is my <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, whatever soapbox. Okay, yeah, you could go on that one. I'm, I'm very woke, so I'm just sure. saying. Sure. For our sh- uh, black co- Joe Caper could do all sorts of things. <laughs> we don't want to limit him. Sex Sexuality, but uh, but yeah, so that's like the same thing. I think there's a great analogy. Here. You do you do it a couple times. Like, do I like doing stand up? I don't even know. It seemed like a good time, right? Then I wanted to go like b- bounce around on my own secretly to bars and just do stand up and not tell anybody about it. Yeah, I could take this gay analogy very far, but I won't. Oh, but- I see. I didn't know we were still in the gay analogy. I get it. I get it. So uh, at the drill shack, yeah, <laughs> they got a great then, open mic. Great open mic. I'm here for the open mic night. No, you could body the too. But yeah, so I don't know. That's a good question. We'll see. I would. I'd like to write it out as I write things. Right, like as you said on the wrap up show, like a a, a five minutey version of what I did the other night. Maybe like a five minute version more based on the kids stuff. See what I think of it. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll say this. Time. The writing thing is something we can start immediately and you can do it from home. Stand up is very, I'm not telling you not to do it, yeah, it's but time it's very consuming. time consuming. That's the problem. That's the number one reason. And it's, I don't know, starting in New York City is like you have all these open mics and all this kind of stuff. Ugh. I mean, my first year I was here, I had to bark I'm for a creek year. I'm cave at the open mic. And I long is Randy going to let you stand outside of a bar <laughs> no. and try to get customers I mean, in? Yeah, that's the problem. For an hour and a half to I get I won't test where the gay analogy continues. I won't tell her that's what I'm doing. Yes. It's like a married man who's sneaking around and you're yeah. doing all sorts of weird things. I'm like, I'm just out. Uh, I'll be making up stories. I'm watching a game and I'm exactly. actually doing stand-up. And you're actually like barking for time <laughs> to barking. try to get eight minutes. And then you get caught by somebody and you got to <laughs> yeah. be so humiliating. Like, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm not barking. I, I'm uh, this is a great that's, an that's an episode. That's an episode of the show. So that's the uh, Uncle Bobo tries stand up. That's where we're at. Really, it all comes back to the writing thing because it needs to like just uh, if I was a successful writer, you could it's not stand up, but you can like get to do readings and be funny for a second in front of people, and then I don't have to do stand up comedy and, and the pod. Right. You would do the, the live pod, pods, I'd do more pods. I'd love to, you know, that's the other thing. If you have financial uh, success in any of these endeavors, you can do more pods. You can do more pods. You don't have to beg people for Patreon. They'll be coming to us with the Patreon. Exactly. They'll be begging us to pay us five dollars a month. Exactly. Here we go, so, Cap. I'm excited about it. Yeah, let's go. New era. New era. Uh, should we get to the news? We have news. This is an old school news segment. We should do the news. One or do you thing, anything else? Well, one thing I should mention, I was going to mention the opening, but I wanted to thank you. I want to thank Randy Kaplan. I want to thank Michael H. Weber, Gideon Cohen, Ange Goldstein. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, Ali Sands, we had a little, we, I thought this week's podcast, I should explain, I thought we were going to have Jim Gaffigan on this week's podcast. Yes, you did. You told me last week, you said, Monday night, what are you doing? Uh, Jim Gaffigan wants to do the pod, but we got to ha- he wants to have dinner with us first. He wants to meet. He wanted to flesh out the idea. And we, I was flesh off, exactly. And I, off that success of the live pod, I was like, of course it makes sense. Gaffigan heard <laughs> about live pod, he heard my stand-up set. We're big stars now. Of course he wants to meet, bounce on ideas out. You even said dinosaur barbecue, and I, I'm, I'm very gullible, apparently. Randy my, picked that My place. bullshit detectors didn't go off at all. I thought, that's weird that Turner doesn't know about dinosaur barbecue, but okay. Yeah. We went up there to dinosaur barbecue the whole time. You didn't even seem like, ah, we're meeting Jim Gaffigan. What are we I, talking I about? I had to meet you downtown yeah. and then act 
as if we were going to meet Jim Gaffigan for the half an hour subway ride yeah. up You volunteered to me, man. To a surprise yeah. party for you. So, yeah, to get to the point, it was a surprise party to celebrate me being alive a year after the heart attack. It was your heart attack party. My heart attack party. It's the second surprise party Randy's pulled off. The first one, her and Weber sort of blew it. you knew about it. Well, I knew about the 40th birthday one. Yeah, you knew about the first one. You didn't know about this one. I did not know about this one. you put T in charge. You put Turner in charge of the story. Yes. (laughs) I did see Weber, though, a couple nights earlier, and I mentioned him. Like, Turner wants to go to... I told him the gaffing... It was when he texted me. And Weber did a good job of he like. He was texting not, me during that. Yeah, he goes, yeah. "Hey, Kaplan's." Well, I would get a question. Why did you think I'd never heard of dinosaur barbecue? I, you know what? I mean? This is why the whole story works so well. I read your text really fast because I was like on the subway. Yeah, and like I misread it. I misread your original text, so I thought it said, "Have you heard?" I thought you had said something like "some place dinosaur barbecue." I thought that's what you wrote, but you didn't write that. No. So then that was more in my head instead of how weird this whole request was that Jim Gaffigan wanted to go to Dinosaur Barbecue. I've been to Dinosaur Barbecue multiple times. So that's what I said to Weber. So then it was like I wasn't really thinking about the whole thing until I never really thought about it. And then even at work when I told them, a coworker was like, oh, he goes to George. Like it was like we were talking about other stuff about you, Jim Gaffigan. You told your work that you were I'm meeting like, I'm Jim Gaffigan? I'm like, I'm going to Jim. It's really random. I mean, Jim Gaffigan and uh, uh, someone I work with is mentioning that she went to Georgetown. He went to Georgetown. So I was like not really focused on how weird the whole request was the whole time. Yes. So it worked. It was a great surprise. We walked in. There was nobody there. Our waitress thought it was the hilarious thing ever. Shout out to her and her Did mom. Did anyone who would have a heart attack party? Come to Dinosaur Barbecue and eat brisket nachos and wings and just stuff yourself with fried green tomatoes. All the stuff you should not be eating. It, it almost induced... The food was so good it almost induced a heart attack for everybody. It would have been a great... It would have been a great button. It would have been a season finale of Lost in America, the <laughs> yeah. TV show. Black Joe Caper has a heart attack at his heart attack celebration party. Oh, it writes itself. All anyway, right. thanks to everyone who came. Let's get to the news. Play the music. Kaplan, first news story of the week today. This comes to us from Vice Magazine. A disturbing number of people think coronavirus is related to Corona beer. <laughs> what say you? Um, that's not surprising. I mean, you hear you hear something. You hear Corona. You just your mind that, goes to beer. You go to limes. You get a good time sitting on the beach. People are idiots. <laughs> I think that's what's not surprising. Yeah. Also, I really underestimate this whole thing. I continually underestimate how little American people who it's I'm not saying like the average dummy. I'm saying friends of mine who I think are smart. The average American who I, the amount they know about China is almost nothing. It's almost zero. Yeah. And how little they people pay attention to the news when the Hong Kong protests were happening. Um they were going on for six months, and then at the end of six months, that's when the NBA had its uh, whole dust up with China, right? right? Tower, more and I remember everybody came to me, and they were like, "Hey, why is what's going on with the NBA in China?" And I said, "Oh, well, you know, it's on the backs of this Hong Kong no versus China thing." Protest. And everyone said, "What's happening in Hong Kong?" I'm like, "It's been in the news for six months. Yeah, they've been protesting for six months. No one even heard of it." No and cares. all my friends in Hong Kong, the whole er, the first six months when it was going on, they were going, "Hey, do you think what do Amer- Americans are they pissed off at China too, like we are?" And I didn't have the heart to tell them no one has even heard of you. Yeah. They don't even know it exists. So in this case of a coronavirus, you think Americans just didn't, like, what do you think? What's the, what's the dumb Americans take here? That they just don't know? They probably think people drink too much Corona beer, <laughs> or it's like somehow the beer was tainted? Or well, Yeah. I, I mean, 
I, I mean, people are panicking a little bit in it. Like, this is my question. Every time you, you're on a subway and there's like, you know, Chinese people wearing the masks. Well, people I, get wait, a little wait, wait, nervous. They start getting like, cause I didn't even know this. Explain yeah. what you're talking about. I keep seeing people in the subway wearing the masks. Chinese like, people. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Cause in New York city, in New York city, there's no coronavirus in New York city. Why right. are they wearing a mask? That's what I don't understand. Cause they're only drawing attention to like, and then everyone's like, oh, they get the nervous. They get more nervous. You like, think they, that person do, must have the coronavirus. Right, so I get more nervous. I wasn't going to be, I don't racial profile. But now I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going to walk away over here. Walk it's a very odd, I get it if you're in China. Yeah, no, they, they sold out a Dwayne Reed by my office. In New York City. Uh, sold out of the masks, completely. So there's, you can't even buy masks in New York right now. It's a great billion dollar But you idea. work right by Chinatown. I do. So, well, not that close. But yeah, near, close enough. And... This is what we should have. We should have masks. Billion dollar idea. Anytime there's a virus outbreak, you pounce. We sell like umbrellas masks. in a rainy day. Can I give you another billion dollar yeah. idea? Because I read that Corona stock is now plummeting because they can't sell Coronas because everyone thinks the beer, I mean, the, the virus has to do with the beer. Here's my idea. Billion dollar idea. You should be able to buy virus names like mm. licensing rights yes. and then make the name your competitor. Yeah, you can tag whatever them company you want to take down. If you're Dairy Queen, you make it Hagen Dazs. Exactly, it's and the Hagen Dazs virus. Yeah, if you pay a billion dollars, who has the licensing rights to these viruses? That's my question. I, I mean, they should. And do how like do we hur- get that? Let's acquire do- those rights. Yeah, that's not right. They should do like hurricanes and give them like names. That would be more fun. But so, do you? The town you said in the I think in the wrap up show, right? That oh, in like, Wuhan, yeah, I've been to Wuhan. Yeah, they should lock it up. They should, Here's they my should. thing. Yeah, they should have quarantined. I've been. To, I went to Wuhan 15 years ago on my way. I was trying to get to this earthquake. <laughs> and we didn't make it. We got stuck in Wuhan. You wanted for a to night. go to an earthquake? Yeah, to go do relief effort. Oh. <laughs> uh, my friend Jake and I were trying to drive across China to get to the 2008 Sichuan earthquake. If okay. you remember, 100,000 people. 100,000 people died. So Ooh. we got halfway there to Wuhan, and the ro- roads were blocked. We couldn't get any further, so we had to uh, hole up for the night in Wuhan. And I got news for you. That town should have been quarantined like 20 years Sodom ago. Sodom and Gomorrah. place sucks. <laughs> it's like the Detroit of of China, whereas China is like the Detroit of the world. It's all the manufacturing happens there. It's super polluted, but it's polluted because they're building stuff for everyone else. Yeah. Right. Then Wuhan is the Detroit of China. Imagine the Detroit, 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 like times two. It's the grossest city I've ever been to. Uh, I feel bad for those people. Yeah. You know, I think that they should, uh, I I, I have heard they can't get to hospitals. It's a sad story because even in the hospitals, the doctors aren't working because they don't want to, some doctors are flying in. There's some hero Chinese doctors who were flying thinking they're probably going to get it anyway, but they got to help people. There's still a lot of issues. Anyway, de Blasio's on the case. You're mayor in New York. Bill de Blasio's got it covered. uh, By the way, you just last thing, because you said this Americans don't know. I didn't know. And I'm sure zero of our American listeners knew there was an earthquake that killed a hundred million people in China. 100,000 or 100,000 either way you didn't know that I didn't know that no that was international news there was like aid money coming in from everywhere don't remember okay <laughs> next story that we well, also didn't pour over coffee so. I did I've learned a lot today a lot today and I learned about a mezuzina yeah next story of the week New York Post back to the basics baby man in blackface robs Maryland Bank wow this is a tough one because yeah, would you want to support people <laughs> but they go too far. Well, you want to help criminals reform, but yeah, I feel like his when he gets the jury, it's gonna be really hard to do jury duty for this guy because if you get, I said earlier that the woke people, you want like woke white guys on your jury. Yeah, but, but not if the blackface guy. That's worse than <laughs> robbing a bank. That's, I was that's gonna like, ask what's worse, the wearing the blackface or robbing the bank. Oh, by far wearing blackface. That's like murder. It's like I think it's, I think it's once like, you're con- one, you're convicted by a jury. A, tr- a jury of your peers, but another you're convicted by uh, public opinion. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. You've done. You've committed the worst sin. Um, 
And blackface. Yeah. What no. if it was Robert Downey Jr. though? He's allowed to wear blackface. He is? Yeah, because that movie he made, Tropic Thunder? Oh, I think made- everyone gave him a pass. Oh. And they said, oh, because he uh, did it. You know, well, Justin Trudeau got reelected in blackface. Tr- what if it was Trudeau? Trudeau could do it. You got to be, be boyishly liberal in the right way. Yes. So, But I would, I mean, it's also really stereotypes. Like, what is the point of, I guess you want to disguise yourself. But it's not a good disguise. We're, go point break. That's why point break was so genius. You wear a presidential mask. Yes. Do something. No one's going to care. If you you're, can still make out your face. As long as it's not Obama. Yeah. You but can't like, do But all the facial technology to like identify someone, like blackface is not going to hide you from a lineup. Like if you show me a lineup of, of if your fa- if you robbed me and I saw you rob me, it was and a you black just painted guy. Your face black. <laughs> I would recognize your face. It wouldn't change your, the dynamics of your face. You bring up a good point. Blackface isn't fooling anybody. <laughs> yes, no one thinks you're actually black. They can see your hands. Yeah, they can see your. They can see what you look like. So yeah, yeah. not the smartest crook in the world. Next story, last story of the week, or should we do two more? One more, I think. Yeah, one, one, one more. more. Last story of the week. This comes to us from Gothamist, Kaplan. Assemblyman from New York City wants to double beer tax to pay for public colleges. What say you? Oh, the alt middle might have to come back in a vengeance at this guy. I, I here's my thing. If kids are going to get to go to college for free, is that what he's proposing? Well, I think they're going to pay for colleges, make university but free. Double beer tax, you can make college free. So I think that it, we need to figure out a way for the only college students to pay for this. Like, if you're going to get college for free, you should have to pay more for alcohol. Because, what about this? Because everyone pretends that the college is this great thing, but all people do is drink. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Can I add to your yeah. idea? Make the drinking age 18, but beer costs double until you're 21. That's a great or idea. Or until you're 22. That's like that idea on our podcast. College like age. Late night drinking. <laughs> yes. So if you're college age, then you're going to be paying double for beer, but you can drink as much as you want. But all that money goes to the pay for colleges. All that goes to, all. and not one of this, uh, the lottery goes for education, but they just take money out mm-hmm. of something else. It's not a shell game. It also motivates you to graduate earlier. Yes. You don't want to be in a six-year plan if you're, your beer prices go down. Oh, because as long as, until you're 22 or as long as you're in college. As yeah. long as you're in college. So if you're one of these 30-year-olds yeah. who's going back to grad school, you now all of a sudden you got to pay more too. sketchy guy who's yeah. hanging out in college, never never graduating. Yes. Yeah, there's an age limit to the Because I get what he's saying. Like the, all the syntaxes is what politicians do. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards endorsing Mike Bloomberg for the because I do like him overall. Okay, wow, one, look at that. As far as this... Did the uh, Super Bowl ad get you? Yeah. The $11 million well, Super Bowl? But the thing about him that always drove me nuts as a mayor is he's like Mr. Nanny Tax Sin State guy. Well, he was the, the guy who made soda, the yeah, soda thing. Yeah, it's like he the, thinks... The size of a soda It's this bottle. idea that like we could just keep taxing the shit out of certain things because people will pay for them. And like beer... I mean, why... That's not... What about, what about like poor people who... You aren't going to go Love to college beer. who want to drink beer. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you tax the, uh, oh, so you're saying the la di da wine. Why don't you tax the expensive wines? That's the other tax. There we go. Wine tax, not wine, a beer tax. Only, fr- only wines that are more than a certain number, like dollar amount. And beer only microbrews. Micro- yes. If you tax all of the douchey microbrews in New York City. Yes. Um, I'm on board. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm, I'm torn on the microbrew thing because like, I think they're douchey and whatever, but like there's actually successful bars in my neighborhood who only seem to succeed because they're doing the micro, the brewery model. Yes. So way to get hipsters to come out. Yeah. They won't just go to a bar to watch a game anymore. No. <laughs> so, they, yeah. They, it has to be so uh, to get people in a bar. Like I went to a bar in Long Island City, and I'm like, none of these people live in my neighborhood. This is like a destination bar because it's a cool. They gotta have a good brewery. IPA. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was shocking to me. Good so, stout. So those tax those people. Tax those people. Pay for and college. foreign beer. More. Any foreign beer. No. I just basically, no, I'm against that. Oh, you are? Just I like foreign beer. Don't tax Budweiser or Miller or... Mm. 
What's the other one? That's probably it. That chorus. Just don't text delayed. those. All right, chorus. That's yeah. it. Cap. That's the podcast. Yeah, I think it's we did, this has been a good pod, right? We've given people enough. It's been a great pod. Been a great don't pod. ask them. <laughs> you tell them. All right. Been a great pod, Kaplan. Good luck on the new uh, everything that happens. The new career. Jo- welcome to the world yeah. of uh, self-employment. And now we need the Patreon subscribers more than ever. It should be a lasting message. Here's a wait. Last question because I just thought of this. What are you going to do about health insurance? That's going to be part of the negotiations. I need to have health insurance <laughs> Ooh, for... Will they get you health insurance? I'd like to hold on to it for the year. We'll see. Interesting. We'll All see. right. That would be great. That would be a coup. That would be a big coup if not. Because that's the hardest part about being self-employed is... Well, Randy gets health insurance from her job. That's the marriage thing. Yeah, but you got to buy it. No. Well, you, you, you get it. I mean, you get it. And that's getting the details. But you have to pay a little bit of money. But she doesn't pay. But. <laughs> Comes out it's a lot it. of money. I've tried that with you. Anyway, that's it. We're off track. Cap, that's the podcast. We'll see you next week. What should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.